0: Hi, welcome, welcome back to the second episode of Free Coaching Friday. Happy Friday. I'm so excited to be bringing you this episode today. It's a recording of a coaching session that I did recently, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. In this session, even though the client is feeling pretty good, we're able to discover Something that has been sort of on her mind and she wants to adjust and give her concrete ways to adjust it. If you have ever been in a job uh, or you feel like you're putting the job demands before your personal priorities, before your personal projects, before your personal well-being and you're not quite sure how to adjust and find a better balance, this episode is for you. Um, So listen up, and if you are interested in doing um, a recorded session for Free Coaching Friday, message me. Um, You can email me at megangilmanwellness.com, and I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. I'll check in with you again at the end. You've been doing lately on a scale of like awful to amazing? Where has your energy been lately? Well, I
1: would say it's oscillating somewhere between like a six and an eight. That is awesome. That's it's on the not high that
0: the scale. What's that? It's on the higher end of the scale. So I am.
1: Yeah, it doesn't
0: about. suck right now. Wonderful. Okay. So between a six and an eight, what would you say has got you feeling that good most days? Well, this is the
1: first week that I've really stepped back from my former job, having not gone to any meetings for this week. Um, just training the new hire when I'm available and it's really already given me a little more free time to focus on myself, to focus on the new projects that I'm really excited about um and also to um you know ease my way out of that position in a way that's been really comfortable and not hectic and I don't feel like I'm leaving with things um untied because I am still there tying them supporting when I can um and I'm having a good time with that new person um they remind me a lot of my little sister and I'm really enjoying the opportunity to coach them and um having fun with that Um, so that's, that's definitely been a nice thing.
0: Okay. So what I'm hearing is that you're feeling pretty good about not only your decision to leave your last position, but also the way that you're transitioning out and feeling like you're closing up all the loose ends and getting the chance to meet and mentor this new hire. Yeah nice loving that um
1: and I am pretty productive recently but also when I when I can't be productive I've been doing a lot better at not beating myself up over it and just like taking the time to relax that I need and then getting right back to work. um, Which helps me to not, you know, spiral out or start to feel very depressed.
0: Yes, good. Taking time to rest and honoring your need for rest. is Super important.
1: Yeah, I'm also, you know, I recognize that I'm very privileged to have, you know, the opportunity to be working from home and, um, to not have too much going on, especially after having removed something from my
0: plate. Yes. And yeah, you're yeah. Like six to eight, right. And so what would it take for you to be at, uh, seven to nine? Like what would need to happen for you to just be one notch higher? Ooh, good one. Oh man.
1: I think if I could up the productivity ever so slightly, um, but still be focusing on my health and s- self-care in in a meaningful way. Um, it, right now I'm, definitely figuring out how to balance them and easing into a newish schedule that is taking some getting used to. So I'm interested to see how next week goes.
0: Okay. Hey, so you'd feel better if you were a little more productive and still making time to honor yourself and your need for rest and relaxation yeah what does productive mean for you
1: so for me it's a combination of the two in many ways I find that like the projects that are most important to me are the ones that I often have a way of putting off until the very last minute and it's very silly that I do that because I realize I'm doing it the whole time like I know exactly what is happening I'm very cognizant like yesterday I washed a dish for the first time in like months just to prolong not having to do this thing that I've been like oh I have to do that all week and I picked up the dishes for the first time in months I usually um, have my husband do those <laughs> and I was like, doo, 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 doo. oh, not me doing the dishes to avoid the most important thing to me right now, which is so weird. Ooh,
0: it's, I mean, it is unhelpful, <laughs> but it's not weird. It's incredibly common. <laughs> yeah, I believe it so you're not you're not alone in this um yeah so you're procrastinating on the projects that are most important to you like that that most call out to you or the ones that are like assigned most importance by the people you're working with the ones that are like for me kind of
1: um So for instance, singing and, and they're not just for me because there are also people counting on me to be able to, you know, execute. And I am trying to count on myself to be able to execute. Uh, I just find myself procrastinating, um, getting down to it, especially with singing. Yes.
0: So there's a pretty common reason why we tend to procrastinate the things that are most important to us. Let me see if this is the reason or if this rings true with you at all. But a lot of times if there's something really important to us and we want to do a really good job at it, we put it off and put it off because we are afraid that we will not do as good a job as we want to be able to do. Yes. Does that sound right? Yep. Big time, right? (laughs) Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. If you had to give words to the thing in the back of your head, when you say like, okay, I should really start working on learning this new piece, or I should really start, Mm -hmm. you know, preparing my repertoire for this event. um, And there's a feeling inside of you that sort of subtly stops you from doing that thing and redirects your energy towards washing the dishes or reorganizing your bookshelf or whatever it is that happens next yeah if that little feeling had a voice what would it be saying to you
1: Hmm. if that feeling had a voice um Do you think it would be talking to me negatively?
0: I, oh, that's a good question. Do you think it would be talking to you negatively? Maybe
1: I'm like stifling the voice of (laughs) it by not allowing myself to really process that I need to get it done. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really kind of, I don't know, I saw a thing earlier today about the, the way in which people will do a bunch of little tasks that are easy to complete so that they can get that reward feeling up and that they can, you know, feel productive, but they're not really focusing on the big risk, um, big high stakes. hmm tasks that are on their plate and that is like a whole
0: mood right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so maybe this voice isn't being negative towards you. Maybe it's sort of being like, oh baby, I see you're scared. I see I see how scared you are of doing that thing. Don't worry, you don't have to do that thing right now. Like why don't you do this other like I have like a baby right? So it's sort of like, oh, I see. You're really afraid to try walking. I get it. Like you don't have to try walking yet. Why don't you try, why don't you try stacking these blocks up on top of each other, right? That'll be, that's a little bit less scary, right? You can do that. You'll feel good about (laughs) yourself, right? So maybe this voice isn't ragging on you. It's trying to take care of you. Yeah, it's like defending me from the any potential failure yeah. It doesn't want you to feel the bad feels. Yeah. What are the bad feels you're afraid you might feel? Um,
1: In the case of singing, it's like that whole process of practicing and feeling challenged. And like, you know, the way in which practicing can't just happen at once. I'm very like, into the immediate reward thing. And so there's you know a big chunk of practice that needs to take place. And um I know it's not gonna happen overnight. And I don't want to I guess feel the uncomfortable feelings of of like being like this is hard. I'm like oh I can't quite get that note or I can't get that interval and it's like not sitting in my voice right and it's because and then spiraling into it's because I haven't done anything like this in so long and
0: then because of the pandemic oh yeah 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 those are a bunch of real scary negative thoughts big ones yeah big ones So totally makes sense that your brain is trying to save you from having to experience that. Like there's by definition, practicing starts out with being really terrible at something (laughs) like as bad as you're going to be at it. (laughs) Yeah. The first practice session is probably not going to be Well, there's no way it's going to be as great as your fifth practice session,
1: right? Yeah, it's, um, I had a rehearsal the other day and that was productive, but it was like a rehearsal where we realized how much work needs to be done (laughs) and how hard it is. And, um, then we kind of went our separate ways and we're like, okay, time to do the work individually. And I haven't even looked at it since, you
0: know? Yeah. Okay, so there's a couple of things going on here that you've mentioned. We're gonna try to get a feel for which one is the most important, (laughs) which one is the the biggest block. Um, So one of the things you mentioned is that you like the feeling of like checking a thing off your list. Like I have done the thing and practicing a piece that will be performed later does not give you that satisfaction great so that's part Mm. of it you also are not looking forward to the process of like being not great at something and having to get better at it because it Mm. brings up uncomfortable feelings especially because I know I have
1: a short amount of time to do it and I'm definitely a little scared that I won't be able to
0: perform well yeah okay so which one of those two things would are is like the biggest factor stopping you do you think
1: um not being able to perform well i would say okay
0: all right because if we want to tackle the biggest one (laughs) because if we tackle the little ones then it's not going to help the big ones still working. Okay. You are going to practice like right now, if I tell you, you have to go, you have to go start practicing right now. What does that make you feel?
1: um almost a little relieved that someone else is telling me to do it and not me my inner dialogue telling me to go practice I'm like oh someone else told me I should so it's valid thing to do now it's like it's like for someone else
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that was my immediate reaction but also i feel like oh it's about time like yeah i should really buckle in and see what i can get started with that won't be too scary
0: yeah do you feel like you are ready to start practicing now like are you ready to hop off this call and go practice
1: um almost definitely not and it's it's because it's because my my dinner is coming, and that usually distracts me from wanting to um, do much of anything. Mm. I usually will like break for dinner, and then spend like the rest of the night working after I've had that break. Um. So, do I think I'm gonna get off the call and immediately go practice? No, but I think it's possible tonight that i could open up the music and just try to look at it in a non-judgmental way and a non-frantic way like without the the fuel of fear
0: Mm -hmm. and the time crunch yeah Okay, so what needs to happen for us to make sure that you do this tonight?
1: What needs to happen? I definitely need to. I know this sounds really exactly like what I was saying is the problem before, but I think I need to get the other things off of my plate first that are like slightly more time sensitive Um, because this performance is just farther away. It seems like, okay, I have other very urgent things to do this evening too. And if I'm practicing, I may just be thinking of those the whole time. And I also may
0: not complete
1: those to their deadline.
0: Hmm. Okay, so I can see how that makes sense. And then I'm also gonna throw back at you that practicing it is like a, a multi-day process. And you've mentioned that you're a little nervous about how soon the performance is coming up for that. Right. And so it, it seems like it might be more time sensitive than you allow to at least do the first practice. I know.
1: Um, definitely. I definitely think that if I can get um, a little more attention paid to, for instance, the Found Art Project juried exhibition is now, now forget deadline, it's, it's overdue. Um, so I have to really try to aim to get that completed this weekend, or at least make it sure that it's ready for Monday. And that's like the other big high stakes thing for me that I'd put off till today. And now I'm trying to like, I stayed up kind of late working on it last night and I'm like trying to, you know, work on it throughout the day. I'm also like waiting for other people's input mm-hmm. so I just received an email for instance while we were on this call which threatened to distract me from being present in this moment um so I'm like feeling the franticness
0: of that very strongly <laughs> yes okay okay so the feeling of franticness that like something is That something is really important that it has to be done right now, that you have to respond right now, right? That is a stress response. Definitely. Right? That is your brain being like, ah, if I don't react to this right now, like everything's going to be over. The, the world is going to end. The world is going to end. I'm going to die. The tiger is going to eat me. Uh, yeah. Right? See the tiger, run for the tiger. That's it. Whereas what you're talking about with the performance that you have coming up is like, we're going to have to deal with a tiger in two weeks. Um, yeah. It doesn't create Luckily, the same not stress. Weeks, but yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't create the same stress response. It's not going to be an immediately like, I got to deal with this tiger. But what it does is it makes a continuous low level stress response that stays with you all day every day in the back of your mind of like we're gonna have to figure out how to deal with this tiger in two weeks yeah right (laughs) both of these both of these are the same stress response but one of them is triggering you into immediate action the other one is basically just fucking with you for two weeks it never gets to the point where like you really need to deal with it until right before the deadline. Right. So you can do one of two different things, right? You can try to hack your stress response to make yourself respond to what you actually prioritize instead of just whatever flashes up in your inbox. Um. Or you can try to manage your stress response in a way that sort of tones down the intensity right. of, of the pop up stresses. Oh, the pop up stresses are
1: everything and nothing. They're the worst.
0: Yeah, because they're not. I mean, just because someone emails you right now doesn't mean you have to act on that right now. Like, if you hadn't been seeing that email until tomorrow, you wouldn't have dealt with it till tomorrow and everything would have still been mostly okay. Yeah. Right. But so it's what you're seeing. So you can try to manage your stress response to minimize those sort of pop up things. <laughs> and you can try to hack your stress response to like trigger you into action for the things that are long-term priorities. And that's sort of what people will talk about. I don't know if you've heard of people setting fake deadlines for themselves. Yeah. An alarm on your phone to like, okay, you're going to practice this day at this time and it's going to pop up and it's going to trigger that same response so that you can use that motivation to actually take action on your long-term projects.
1: Well, now I think I have to set an alarm for tonight to, to, to um
0: practice you think that would work for you do you think the alarm would go off and you would be like okay that's my alarm like I have to do this I have to practice or do you think never tried so I
1: I'm really interested to see yeah I think because of this conversation it has a pretty good chance of (laughs) surviving but um
0: if you respond really like instinctively to those pop-ups right make the pop-ups for the thing that's important to you so it's definitely something that you can try definitely you can put some added weight behind it by um getting like an accountability partner for it so someone who is going to basically ensure that you feel responsible for doing that thing yeah um which is helpful right because especially if you feel like extra weight on it when someone else expects you to do the thing versus when you just expect yourself to do the thing right well I've
1: said it it's set and I'm gonna forget and then I'm gonna remember when it goes off and say <laughs> what is
0: that ah yeah I've got to practice now and
1: um, then hopefully I, I can get the job done
0: Yes. So, and this is something that you can, you can set a recurring alarm. Like if this is normally a good time for you to practice in the evening and realistically, how much time do you think you need to devote each day or every other day to practicing?
1: Hmm. Loaded question. I think it would be great if I could do at least 30 minutes a day. At least for this week.
0: Yeah, okay. That's a great goal. 30 minutes a day for at least this week. Do you think that any of your other projects that are not quite as important to you as this, but might be time sensitive, um, (laughs) do you think that any of them would suffer greatly if you were to take 30 minutes a day just to practice your singing definitely not definitely not okay so can that be your goal for this week is to set a time every day and like tonight just go through and set an alarm for each day this week of like I'm gonna do 30 minutes and this is the time and in that time I'm just gonna practice and then I'll go back to worrying about everything else once I'm done
1: Yes. And I'm going to set those alarms at the time just so that I don't forget. Yes. I never even thought to do that. It's so smart. I, know. That's I a- just strictly use them for waking up.
0: <laughs> do they always work for waking up? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this one will be easier. You'll already be awake.
1: I eventually wake up every day. So
0: (laughs) we'll see. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Do you feel like you have enough to take action on to move forward?
1: 30 minutes a day, alarm set for tonight at 9 PM. And really want to focus on like you said, retraining the stress response of the pop-up stress mm. from things when I'm that I'm not focusing on. Like I'll be doing something else entirely and I'll get like an email from another job. And then all of a sudden I'm doing that because I want to respond to that email right away.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. So is that... Ooh, there's a couple of ways that you can respond to that. I don't know that you are going to feel okay with just like ignoring it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you have like a running to-do list or like a running task list that you have that you use? Um, I, I make one like kind of every
1: other day. Mm-hmm. I don't do them like daily
0: you might be able to try at least during like your practice window, right? Like you're practicing for 30 minutes. You can turn your phone off for 30 minutes. You can turn your notifications oh, wow. on. Do not disturb and just protect that time. See how that Definitely. goes. Right. Yeah. Cause for 30 minutes, I mean, like y- you could be in the shower for 30 minutes for all your boss knows. Like they they don't know what you're doing, right? Yeah, luckily. <laughs> totally reasonable to not answer the phone or respond to an email while you're in the shower. Um, so 30 minutes, you can turn that phone off. Um, and I would really encourage that and just sort of see how it goes. Uh, if that stresses you out even more, the other thing you might want to try is just keeping... Just keeping like a to do list it can be a piece of paper, it can be a notebook next to your phone. And when the notification goes off and you see an email, just be like, okay, real quick note check email after session, you know? Yeah. Add it to your to do list, smart. another item so that you know that you're going to remember it and you can go back to what you were doing. Right. Right. Like I've taken an action, I wrote it down, I'm done. That's very smart. I like it. Yeah. Anything else that you need to feel ready to go forward, to feel ready to move on, to go eat your dinner? Uh, I think I'm okay. In fact, um, I feel a lot
1: better. So thanks for taking the time, especially about those two big, big risky items on my list feeling a lot better about tackling
0: those once the dinner has been devoured yes well I hope you enjoy your dinner and I uh, look forward to hearing how this goes and seeing Mm. if you're able to make more time to be productive on the things that really are important to you
1: thanks Megan I will keep you
0: posted I really will yes good I can't wait to hear it (laughs) Thanks for listening. I hope you guys got a lot out of that session. And if you're interested in learning more about coaching, if you're interested in doing a session with me, you can find me at megangilmanwellness.com. You can also find me on Instagram and on Facebook at Megan Gilman. And I'm so excited to connect and hear what you thought of this podcast. Let me know in comments um, or just send me a message on Instagram or through email. I hope you have a great weekend.